0: So welcome to It's Not A Man's World podcast. This podcast is all about exploring how men deal with relationships in the modern world. From that initial message or hello to developing a blossoming romance, all the way down to the times of sheer lust and desire. Admit it, sometimes other parts of the body are thinking more than the brain. You know what I mean. The voices you'll hear come from, let's say, different measurements on the Love Thermometer. I'm Dan. I've been pretty much in relationships for the last 13 years. I've had my fair share of good and bad experiences along the way. I'm joined by my old university flatmate, Tom. I've known him for over 10 years, and he's currently facing the challenge of the ever-changing dating world. He would regard himself as properly single. I mean, like, really single.
1: Super single. Super single. You know, you know, you know. You've got like um, versions of cream. You've got double cream. You've got single cream. I'm like single lean cream. <laughs> I'm I'm the ultimate single.
0: Well, you know what they say about being single? It, it makes you the master of your own destiny. But Tom, we're not. I mean, you are always certainly master something. Ha 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 And there was to say,
1: you, Dan th- Windle th- men, with you, a wanker joke <laughs> early doors.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then there was to say that men can't multitask, but. I've heard you were good on the (laughs) two-hander. It's amazing, like, like you
1: can can hold a tablet, a phone, or even a laptop whilst you're doing something else with your other hand. It's quite remarkable, mate.
0: How's your week been? Good?
1: Yeah, yeah, been good, thank you. I've been, uh, what have I been up to this week? Well, uh, I did a spin session. Okay. You know, the old cycly, cycly, intensive. intensive. How How did that go? I actually really enjoyed it, but I was... Dripping absolute buckets by the end of it. I mean, it's
0: my first sort That's of lovely little image you've left us with.
1: Wow, well, you know, you've got to give the audience some sort of visualization. So, as I was dripping wet, soaking wet, all the way through my body, um, it was it was the first time I'd done anything like that. well like I've been to the what, gym. Exercise,
0: yeah, exercise. Yeah, <laughs> I've no, he- I'd heard about it.
1: I've heard about this gym. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's the first time I've done it, and uh really enjoyed it, to be honest. I'm uh, I'm actually considering doing
0: more spin sessions out of it. So. Will you afford me the opportunity to make a statement to start this episode? I want to make a statement. Um, If you remember back to the first episode, Long time we, we concluded it by talking about Philip Schofield.
1: Oh, we did, yes. And
0: we, we came to the, the the judgment that night that he had become a silver badger. Now, in the last few weeks, Philip Schofield has made plenty of headlines by coming out as gay. Um, After 27 years of marriage, uh, a couple of daughters as part of that marriage as well, he took the hugely courageous decision to come out as gay. And kind of knowing how the industry is, uh, kind of the bits that I do in that kind of media industry, he'll have had agents and PR people using really awful words like brand and reputation. And despite what some may have been telling him to do, to think more about his career, he took a hugely courageous decision to to come out as gay. And um, it, it surprised an awful lot of people. And I want to start the episode this week by saying that we must upgrade Philip Schofield back to where he belongs, a silver Fox. Is that is that yeah, where we're going with it yeah, yeah, that's what Is I mean. that where we're going with this yeah, podcast now?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh if you decide to change your your sexuality no, you, I'm you not, then get upgraded to to a different animal of
0: your own I'm choice I'm not saying that at all, but I, I thought it was a hugely courageous and brave thing that he came out and did. Is it yeah, is it look it's it's
1: obviously a very difficult situation for anybody in that situation oh. when you when you decide he'll that- have had
0: things sw- uh, it sounds like he's been fighting the decision for a long time yeah i he'll it- have things swirling around he'll have had people i'm sure that he would regard as close friends telling him don't do it it may affect your career it may affect what people think about you for whatever right and wrong reasons they are and I, and it's great that i think society's now at a place where he felt that he could come out and he would be treated with the respect that he Absolutely deserves because it's a decision that he's made, and nothing changes the job that he can still do in the aspect of a TV presenter, a TV personality. Nothing, nothing has changed. Um, but still, it would have been a difficult decision for him to make. And I think that we we should start the episode by paying due respect.
1: Look, it's like I said before; it is it's an extremely difficult choice that someone's got to come to when they realise that you know they made like a different sex or gender, um, but from my own personal perspective and this is where I'm going to go slightly different to you Dan Wendell as much as I fully understand in the industry that you're in and people from the media are in where you think about your brand and reputation I more think about the personal aspect of that situation and the fact that his wife and daughters have got to deal with that you know it's not just him that and and he'll know that it's not just him that's affected it's his family as well because they've got to now come to terms with you know the fact that their dad or their partner is, you know, gay. It's mm. it's a very it's a, it's a huge it's, story here. It's a very very tricky. I don't situation. Yet know if
0: our audience has gone global yet, <laughs> but if there is anybody listening that isn't part of the UK, my God, how big was that story when it broke that Friday I morning? Huge. I was flying off to I, New York. Yeah, I was I, getting constant messages. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Um, and it was it was it was incredible. Yeah, I
1: was I was in Dublin and I was I was going to. Um, the rugby game in Ireland
0: they were playing and when you are gathering people are gathering around TVs to watch this morning when you should have far better things to do (laughs) in the city of Dublin anyway I also wanted to mention this mate incredible you've got to check this out I am telling you if you haven't yet this new Netflix show it's blind date on steroids I I kind of watched the first episode thinking what would Scylla think of this (laughs) What would Scylla think of this? It's called Love is Blind. If you haven't checked it out, the concept 30 men and women date each other in isolated pods where they simply converse and have conversation and they don't see each other. They don't see each other until they get engaged. What? It is incredible. Hang As on, ex- hang on, hang on. This hang on, experiment go in America. Go back a sec. Until they get engaged. Until they get engaged. And then they then go on to obviously meet each other for the first time. Then the proposal becomes official if they still want to do it after finally actually setting eyes on each other for the first time. Um, They spend more time together and they actually get married within one month of having that first conversation. Trust the Americans to come up with something like this (laughs) and to find 30 men and women that absolutely commit 100% to this experiment, which is like nothing else. It got me thinking about, and they say it's kind of fighting what meeting people is all about nowadays, and which we've kind of spoke about on this podcast already. It fights back against the idea that appearance and what you look like means everything... When it comes to dating apps, when you can fall in love with someone f- through their personality and their conversation, and these people have never seen each other. I mean, you, I was watching the first episode, and the people are like, "I love you" after like three days. "I love you," "I love you." So I'm having three days of constructive conversation, deep conversation, constructive of, well, conversation. Well, yeah, you know, I like that word. Um, <laughs> so, how do you feel this is incredible? Progressing? Though, what I mean, a show this is? So that just sounds, game that, changer. That
1: sounds like standard America, just absolutely batshit crazy at times. <laughs>
0: You know how I feel about this, though, with dating apps what, as well. What, batshit craziness? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's kind of like, it's not like dating apps. You know how I feel about dating apps. To be fair, I don't think this show is an awful lot different to what dating apps like Tinder, Hinge, Grindr are anyway, because <laughs> you are talking to someone, you're having conversation with someone, but until you meet them for the first time, you don't truly know what they look like, because we know what what men and... Women can do with Photoshop, filters. I've said this before, filters are the devil's work. <laughs> they are the devil's work. Until you meet that person for the first time, you don't know actually what they look like. So actually, I don't think dating apps are as far... That void, that chasm is as far between this show and, and what they say no, but at modern least day you, dating is anyway.
1: But at least you see someone to an extent. I get what you mean. Like, you don't actually really see them till you see them in the flesh. But to be in a... What, a Isolation booth or a pod,
0: yeah, just talk. How do you think you'd get on? Oh, how I'd, would you keep the conversation? I'd probably fall going. asleep after about
1: 20 minutes. I'd look at a blank, You've wall. got like a
0: sofa in there, little mini bar, just chat, a few drinks.
1: You know what? You, your mind would probably tick along going, What does she look like? What does she look like?
0: You can't ask. Well, you could ask, but I don't think that would be. Do would... you have in that a experiment? Face? I don't think that question we will receive that well because it's all about everything else and then what you look like comes last that's interesting but it's it's just no
1: i'm still gonna i'm still gonna say it's batshit crazy because i don't you've got to see someone like the whole point of attraction is that you see that face and then you go whoa and then something sort of develops into that's i think it's
0: old-fashioned anyway if you think that's old-fashioned if you think there are modern ways of dating, If you're supportive of this show that Netflix have brought out recently, get in touch. You can either email us and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'll go through some emails that we've received this week later on. We really appreciate people getting in touch. It's notamansworldpodcast at gmail.com is the email address. Or you can drop us a tweet, drop us a DM at not a man's Podcast. Love you to follow us at not a man's Podcast our Twitter page as well. Love you to follow us. We put up some... Like, we put a video up earlier on, didn't we? The, people assume, yeah. us, the prep that we were doing for tonight. Serious prep, by the way. Good burger. Really was, actually, yeah. yeah a, very, a very honest burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other burgers are, of course, available. <laughs> um, would you um, would you go on a blind date? Yeah, I think do I you, would. Do you think you would go on a blind date? Yeah, actually. Going into the unknown.
1: Interesting story from my youth. Okay. Because, believe it or not, I was young once. Um and this this is me in a nutshell and probably explains why I'm single. So, uh, my mate's back at home. One of my mates was going out with this girl in South London. He knows who he is. He's a disgusting man. Um, But he'd... Do ar- I know who he is? Yeah, but, you do, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. You, you do. But oh, no, I think I
0: know you. you do. <laughs> anyway. <go>. Oceana.
1: <laughs> um, ah. But he'd arranged... Well, through. not that was by the way. <laughs> oh, no, wasn't that it?
0: To, to get chucked out for that is... Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: is, is... Well, no, the, the fact was I was on the other side of the bar and I couldn't find you lot. And I was like, where the hell are they? And then I went upstairs and see you all get kicked out. I was like, okay. He was still pulling his trousers up while anybody <laughs> <carry on. laughs> Just accidentally fell down, didn't they? This mate of mine, who we've basically given away, um, my mate decided... Since his girlfriend's mates were coming along, he would try and set me up with one of them. He told me about this in advance, and basically I shat myself. And it was on a Saturday, and I think they were meeting at about two, three o'clock.
0: And it's so like a lot like an early start, then. This yeah, is a, yeah, this is a day sesh. Day sesh. Yeah, as 16 year olds. <laughs> yeah, day sesh. Oh, so you were, This was. Yeah, this, this was, was like, like 34 years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, more
0: like 46. Come on.
1: I know I look slightly younger, Dad. But yeah, so. He'd arranged this all to happen, and, and I said, yeah, I was going to come. But as I was going there, I realised that Leighton Orient were playing at home. <laughs> so I was sort of like, it, that was my cop-out, and I shut myself, and I went to the football in the end. You could have been the one. Could have been. Could have been.
0: Did you meet her at a later day? No,
1: I never did. Never oh, did. You don't know. I regret it to this
0: day. Don't they say everyone's got the one? Maybe she I, th- I, I don't. I think that's wrong. I think there is more than one person out it's there for every single person. But um, interesting. You would, but you're not a fan. You wouldn't comfortably.
1: No, no. So what I'm trying to say with that terrible story is that basically. I've learnt my lesson to go, you know what, yeah, let's try it, let's try it. You uh, you might live in regret.
0: Well, the focus for episode three of It's Not A Man's World podcast is the first date, whether it's a blind date or not, or something that you've spoke to, as we've spoke and focused about on the last three episodes on a dating app or somebody you've met through friends, met in a more relaxed environment and then decided to go out for drinks. The focus is, and, and the name of the episode is How You Turn Dating... How you turn that first date, dating, into mating. Oy oy. What are the key ingredients into nailing a first date? From whining and dining, if that's the way to go, to maybe those who like to live a little bit more dangerously. Try something maybe a little more creative. What makes a good date? I guess the, the, way, the easiest way to start now, mate, is, is going out for a drink enough anymore? Just saying, let's go out for a few drinks. There's so much out there to do. That's isn't the it? thing. Is the that's feeling of kind the of the bigger the city you live in, the the bigger the challenge to put on a date that will keep them interested, yeah, keep them a, engaged. That's
1: a really good point because so I think if you if you live in a village, like it's just you and a you and a girl. You'd probably say, do you want to go to the local pub? The pub, yeah, the pub, yeah. yeah. You're right, and it'd probably be yeah, all right then. But since we live in London, it's like the pub's not good enough. That's just a very basic Thursday night for some people. So you've probably got to do something a bit more elaborate, like go to the Crystal Maze or go up the London Eye. You know, something a bit more extravagant. But I still, I still think there's, there's a place for the nice, simple, honest. Let's have a drink.
0: Let's see how we connect. Chatty. Situation. It's all about the chat, the conversation, isn't it? You've got to yeah. really engage back and forth. We we've wrote down the pair of us some like good ideas, haven't we? Yeah. For yeah. first dates, do, do you want to go first? Yeah what, yeah. what have you got? So what would you? Where are you going with your first date? What's the kind of things you're looking to do?
1: So, I think for my first date, I want to really sort of challenge them. Okay. Not the way you challenge them, Dan, you disgusting man. I know two disgusting men in my life, and you're one of them. (laughs) Um, So... That is libelous. That is (laughs) libelous. I look forward to the lawsuit. (laughs) Next week's episode, we're joined by Dan Tom and Dan's lawyer. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my first day, pretend first option would be something a bit like a challenge. So I'd like the
0: idea of mini golf. I, I got wrote down like, you've got to have an activity plan. Yeah, now, yeah that's something gonna... that's going to get them smiling, get a little bit of rapport going, get them laughing, get them feeling comfortable. It's so important, isn't yeah. it? you got to you got to pass that kind of awkwardness of, yeah. of, you know, the back and forth food. Yeah in a quiet restaurant or bar there's so much to do darts karaoke mini golf ping pong good That's choice good, shout. good choice ping Billing. pong yeah it's never too early to show your superior sporting prowess <laughs> if that involves heavily beating them at a sport on the first day it's good to put that marker down yeah it's, it's not just about beating them it's about bragging about yes, it yeah, absolutely dominance absolutely 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 I've got one. Go what on. do you think about? You could get chatting with a really nice guy or girl, yeah. um, but you might not be flush with cash. The idea of you've got like a like a nice location, like with views, and or a park that you go for a walk, nice walk. Yeah, that's actually that's I actually the idea of like idea. taking them, saying, "Let's meet at eight o'clock in a abandoned car park." <laughs> uh, <laughs> ring me and I'll come find you. Maybe uh, at lakeside maybe, car park. Yeah. G. yeah, Uh, yeah, oh, You can park free for there. There's no cameras.
1: This, this, this is going towards dog in. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: but, but just like a nice, that's pleasant more
1: pleasant walk. Grab a hot chocolate. That's a that's that's a summer activity. I feel you can't do that in the winter. I'd say no,
0: you can't do that in the winter. That is that is weather pending. Yeah,
1: course. I mean you could take a stroll down the river here in London.
0: Yeah, doesn't always, you don't always have to throw money at it.
1: But then. If you if you suggested that as a first date, would they go? Oh, you're a bit of a cheapskate, or or do you have to sell it?
0: But well, I think that some people are just looking for good conversation, and yeah, of course. You can do that over a hot chocolate, maybe a little bite to eat, but you know, just a nice walk and just get to know each other. Yeah, as
1: as the age we are now, handsome twenty one year old men. Yeah, yeah. You sure. know, I think conversation is more Aging important. like
0: Benjamin Button, I hope I am. You are getting better with age. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, mate. I've got another one. Go um, on. If they like sport. Yeah. And if you're kind of somebody that likes sport, you want to be the kind of person that's kind of open to sport. It might not necessarily yeah. be the same sport as you or the same team as you. I'm not saying yeah. that, but take them to a game. First day. Okay. Take them to a game. You could have taken that 16-year-old girl. You might have never looked back on oh, that blind date. You should have taken to Orient with you.
1: I should have done. I've done that before.
0: To Didn't. go to Orient, yeah. How did it go?
1: Didn't end up particularly
0: well. <laughs> yeah, is that because you're quite like a, quite like a grumpy fan? Aren't yeah, you? I'm, you I'm a, gr- a grumpy. And I, yeah, yeah. And quite like an angry person. Can't yeah, I'm a,
1: I'm a hooligan. Let's let's face it, Dan. Like I like to tool up at games, um, bring out and crowbars, and some um, people will not know what that means. <laughs> yeah, imagine if you don't know what that means, and probably pe- people think I bring out like
0: you know you you're
1: against taking them to a game then. No, not necessarily. But then that's where I'm a bit weird. I'd Orient's my happy place. So if I'm taking you to my happy place <laughs> you better be
0: half decent. You better not be a bore. So that's not first date. We've got to have...
1: No, no, that's uh that's a little bit down the line.
0: That sounds like eighteen months. <laughs> eighteen months anniversary. <laughs> but
1: basically I love Leighton Orient. So if I'm gonna introduce you to Leighton Orient, you've gotta be the you've gotta be the one.
0: You've gotta be you've gotta be end game. Yeah, end game, yeah, basically. So, when we hear, because you, 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 I eventually imagine you'll meet someone. Um, <laughs> I'm, you know, I cross my fingers, mate. I really do. I mean, um, it will come. It will you come. and the, you and the family, you and the uh, family, mate. Then, when we hear that, oh, oh, he took her to Orient, and I'll be like, well, there you go. There you go. She's the well, one. Tell me which week I need to book off for the wedding. <laughs> well,
1: it'll be end of season, obviously. I, I can't take season. off Orient <laughs> time, can I?
0: So, it's got to be marriage, kind of what from well your season normally ends about april you don't very rarely get into. <laughs> excuse the, me into more the like day. september <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you april till what kind of august time yeah yeah that's or that's or a, a i nice, mean it's a
1: lovely lovely period it, of the it's year good, it's
0: most expensive time to get married yes of course of course so not ideal but you know
1: have you got have you got one more for her? i have i have so i was thinking about sort of the final one and it was getting a bit tough because i was I kept going towards like the obvious, like cinema, like you said before, bite to eat, something like obvious. And then I had a bit of a brainwave and I thought about, what about like a, a dance session or a, session, like a, a teaching session where you go like, to learn about something.
0: Like a cooking class? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, something kind of like that. Okay. Not necessarily cooking, something where you're moving your body, so a dance session. So where you've got to get close. So you're breaking that barrier of awkwardness by, you know, intimacy in a
0: way. So you want to go to a rumba class? A rum- yeah, I'd go to a rumba class. On a first date. Oh, why not? Nice to meet you. Let's dry hump now for the next 45 minutes.
1: Well, you're not stuck to them for 45 minutes. No, then
0: should we dry hump in Pedro? The instructor, oh, Pedro, M- my Pedro. darling, my d- are you with Tom? Tom, our darling, I take you for a little bit. We dance, we dance. Thomas, watch me, watch me, watch my hips. How I, how I roll up and down, Julie. This Tom, is-
1: Tom, watch the hands. Watch the hands move towards <laughs> our buttocks.
0: Fuck off, Pedro. <laughs> I think I think you're opening yourself up to to uh, a few issues.
1: what does I
0: mean, I just think it's
1: a good opportunity just to you know let the body loose. It, on a first date, right, your body must be, like, right rigid and uptight. What do you get up to?
0: I'm pretty relaxed.
1: Are oh, you? Yeah? Oh, yeah, go back yourself, would not you? Oh, look at you, Mr Experience, 13 oh, no, years, no, knows no, what he's no, doing, no. knows what he's doing. Well, do you want to hear about a few minutes? Yeah,
0: yeah, go go for it, mate, by I've all means. I've got a few ideas on how you can make it work. I've got a few wrote down here. Firstly, I think... You should probably head in with one or two pre-prepared stories. 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 Okay. Tales of your past. Okay. All right. That you know will get a laugh. Okay, I was going to so, say humorous, so serious, humorous. Or? Like it can be quite serious, but I, I think. The conversation is naturally at times, if you've gone out for a bite to eat, you meet somebody the first time, you've obviously chatted on dating app or through a friend or or for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. there's a good chance that once or twice in that evening the conversation is going to dry up and you can't allow that conversation to stay like that for a period of time where you're going to struggle to get it going again. So I think that you could have one or two pre-prepared stories. Now, I use the one where um, I met Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone all right. they were doing some promo for La La Land they are in the radio station that I work at I went down to get a coffee Lot, of, awful lot of burly security men kind of uh, sat in should... this kind of cafeteria that, that I went into got my latte in a world of my own, turned around and um, Ryan Gosling was stood behind me and I freaked the hell out <laughs> because my god that man, his jawline he's a beautiful man and I I don't regret saying that for a second a spectacular man would I leave my girlfriend for Ryan Gosling that is many things that is a thing I've considered and pondered maybe an awful lot (laughs) I go back up after kind of seeing Ryan Gosling and what about uh, Emma
1: Stone by the way
0: well let's get into it so I look at Ryan Gosling and you know go back upstairs and a mate comes up that works with me and goes my god have you seen who's downstairs I go yeah Ryan Gosling it's unbelievable and he's like Emma Stone was stood behind him (laughs) And you were so <laughs> caught by the beautiful, the beautiful face of Ryan Gosling. I didn't realise Emma Stone was stood behind him. <laughs> this is a story that I would use to fret in social situations. Yeah. It's stories like that, they'll get a laugh. That is gold. Now he spends time with the stars. And <laughs> just completely ignores them. Yeah. Chuck and Ryan
1: Gosling went, hey, that's a damn Lindel guy. He's good.
0: Uh, I imagine he didn't know who I was, and also I would say you got to get him talking. Now I, I always feel I don't know about you, but I don't want to get into a relationship with someone that hasn't got anything to say for themselves. I want to go oh, out. With speak someone. for yourself. I enjoy you. I, I want to go out with someone that um, can hold their own. If I was to parachute them into my family or to my friends, I would want. I want to know that they feel comfortable in those situations. I not want someone that's just going to retreat into themselves. Like that, like that. Um, so I, I, from minute one, I want to, like, find out about them. So I always put it on them to try and lead the conversation. Obviously, I know okay, I'm quite a chatty person, do it for my job. So often I used to say, oh, I've been on the radio, so I've spoke you chat for a bit, <laughs> put it on them, and see how they lead the conversation, because I want to I go see, with someone that can, it feels comfortable. So you like testing them. Early I do doors. like testing them. I do okay. like testing. You hear from the girlfriend in a bit, and you'll hear how I tested her on the first time we ever on the first <laughs> date we ever had. That she that she will probably <laughs> going to mention, I imagine. And also uh, another important thing, I think you've got to be open to talking about previous relationships. Okay, I think you've got to be pretty open to talking about previous experiences. I'm saying that. This what, many... straight, straight away? No, I think in a first date, I think you've got to be open. Not necessarily, this is, this is how many people I've slept with. Yeah. Or this is how we broke up. Or she broke my heart and then start crying about it. But I think <laughs> you imagine? I think people react well to someone that feels comfortable enough to talk about their past. Okay. And if someone, a guy or a girl, has played a massive part in your past then I think you've got to be open to talking about that. So that, that's a, my that's thing. I think you've got to be open to talking about things. That happen, everything happens for a reason. There's no point in having any
1: regrets. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, that's the point I made earlier about my story. But I'm slightly different from you where I, where I wouldn't give everything away straight away. And that's me personally. Be well, not saying give everything away straight away. Perhaps keep some things that I wouldn't want to reveal on a first date. Like like you say, it, it probably is better in the long term to be upfront and honest. But from my point of view, I would be a little bit cautious about detailing, you know, previous relationships or lack of, in my case, have we got a little violin we can play at this point. Yeah, yeah. um, but yeah, I would be a little bit more cautious,
0: I think, in comparison to you. Hi, Dan on Tom here. Post-edit. Dan and Tom, um, hi there. Tom, we um, we, we realised what, what we did when when doing this episode. We spoke for too fucking long. <laughs> we Are you uh, got to tell me to shut up. No, but it's too long. Okay, okay. Too, there's too much. <laughs> it, it's just if it, we can't <laughs> drop a 75 minute long, <laughs> we can't drop a podcast that's longer than some animated films. <laughs> so what we've decided to do, sensible decision, is. We're going to make this episode a two-parter. I like that. So, we are going to bring the second part out on Monday.
1: Yes, Monday. So, you're listening to this now, hopefully on Friday. Hope you've had a good week.
0: Yeah, hope you're
1: well. And then you can wait all weekend with absolute tension, but delight at the same time that there's going to be a second part on
0: Monday. I'm not biased. The second part is so much better. We'll see you on Monday.